0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast. I'm your host today, James Donahue, as I am for every show, and folks, just like always, we've got a great show for you today. Well, they did it. Not that we had any doubts, but the Giants completed a two-game sweep against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, California, that play in the United States of America. You know, that name never seems to quite fit, in my opinion. But hey, who am I to judge? Oracle Park has a different name every two years. Moving on. The two best pitchers in the Giants starting rotation did what they do best all year, and that's dominate opposing hitters. First, game one, Anthony Descalfani pitched seven innings of shutout baseball. He only surrendered three hits, two walks, and struck out nine batters. And on the year right now, Descalfani is currently sporting an 8-2 record with a 2.77 ERA. A couple weeks ago, I talked about how Descafani has a chance of making the All-Star team this year, and I think that still stands. He hasn't slowed down by any means. So far in the month of June, he's had four starts for a total of 27 innings pitched and has produced an ERA of 1.00 and has struck out 26 batters during that time. He had one bad start against the Dodgers on May 23rd, where he gave up 10 earned runs and 2.2 innings pitched, but other than that, he has shown no signs of weakness. In my officially unbiased opinion, of course, I believe Anthony Descofani deserves to be an all-star this year, but you know what? To the rest of the league's defense, there are a lot of pitchers who are also balling out, so we'll just have to see what happens. As I've already mentioned, the Giants won the first game 5-0. That was the final score, but the funny thing was, All the scoring happened within the first and second inning of the game. The Giants scored four runs in the first and one run in the second, and there was no other scoring throughout the rest of the game from both sides. Some offensive standouts were Brandon Crawford going 3-for-3 with, yes, a double, I believe. Mauricio Dubon also had a great day offensively. He went 2-for-4 with a home run, and Wilmer Flores continued his hot streak by hitting a home run of his own. Moving on to Game 2. An obvious reason why this game was particularly entertaining is because the Giants won in the 13th inning. But another reason why this game was entertaining for me personally is because I was fortunate enough to go to the game. That's right, my girlfriend bought me tickets, her and I headed out to Angel Stadium, and we were able to witness in person one of the most fun games I've ever been to. It featured a matchup between Kevin Gosman, the ace of the Giants, and the next Babe Ruth, Shohei Otani. And, I don't know if you all know this, but this was the first time in MLB history that the National League used a DH, but the American League did not use a DH. That's right. Along with pitching, as you may know already, Shohei Otani also bats. But let's just say he did not bat against the Giants. I think he struck out five times over these past two games. But anyways, Kevin Gosman, of course... Dominated as he has all year, pitched 7 innings, only gave up 1 earned run, and struck out 9 Angels hitters. His ERA on the year is now sitting at an astonishingly low number of 1.49, and his ERA in the month of June is 1.73. In terms of making the All-Star game for Kevin Gosman, his fate is a little less confusing. He's definitely going to make it, but what's going to be the most interesting thing to see throughout the year is if he's going to get Cy Young consideration. I know, I know. You know, if I had to give out Cy Young's, my unbiased opinion, Jacob DeGrom, what he's doing this year, not only is historical, but it's definitely something none of us have ever seen throughout the history of the game. So I'm definitely giving my Cy Young award to Jacob DeGrom. Don't worry. But I feel like Kevin Gosman has also earned some votes. So we'll see what happens. There's a lot of game left to play and a lot of things can happen for both pitchers. But as of right now, Kevin Gosman, in my opinion, deserves at least a few Cy Young votes. But anyways, probably about this game, the thing that stuck out to me the most was Mike Talkman. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe my eyes. Mike Talkman had six at bats throughout this game, and his first five at bats featured swing and miss strikeouts every single time. So when he came up to bat in the top of the 13th inning and fell to 0-2, I couldn't believe it. I thought I was about to see a batter strike out six times in one game. But thank God Talkman connected with one and he sent a ball over the fence for a 3-1 bomb to open up the scoring in the top of the 13th inning, which the Giants scored seven runs and took home a win. Final score, 9-3. I think my favorite moment of the game came in the 12th inning. The Angels had already tied it up 2-2 and there was another play at the plate. In my opinion, I thought it was pretty obvious that Darren Ruff, when he threw the ball to Posey, Posey tagged the runner. But the entire stadium, Angel Stadium, thought that was the scoring run. And they prematurely set off the game-winning fireworks. You know, there was Angels win, Angels win all over the field throughout their Jumbotrons and all their other projection screens. But in my opinion, when I was looking at the replay, I thought it was pretty obvious. Gabe Kapler obviously made the right decision and going to the umpires and saying, we're challenging that play at home. And of course, it paid off. The runner at home was indeed out thus preserving the game and moving on to the 13th inning. But man, what a shame that they wasted all those fireworks to celebrate a loss. Another great moment was seeing all the Giants fans that showed up to Angel Stadium. I was pleasantly surprised. And by the you know 12th inning, 13th inning, they all pretty much congregated behind the away dugout, behind the Giants dugout. It was truly something special to watch because as more and more Angels fans were leaving the stadium, the chance of let's go Giants... Got louder and louder, and I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe that we were in a, in an away stadium in Southern California, and the Let's Go Giants chants were louder than the Let's Go Angels chants. It was truly something special to witness. The Giants completed the two-game sweep. As I said earlier, not too surprising. And tonight they start a weekend series at home against the Oakland A's. But before we talk about that, there are still some things to address. One bad thing that came out of Wednesday's game was the unfortunate injury to Brandon Belt. Although I can't find the official title of the injury, all I know is that it's an injury sustained to a knee that he's already had surgery on before. Luckily, when I was watching the game on Wednesday, it seemed as though he was able to walk off on his own power. But when the injury first happened, he pretty much collapsed immediately. My fear is that it's an MCL or ACL tear, but like I said, he was able to walk off on his own power, so that's probably not it. He wasn't limping too bad. So my other fear was that he pulled a hamstring as he was sprinting to home play, trying to score another run. And if that's the case, then he might be out longer than we'd hope. But again, I have no idea what the injury is. I've been trying to research for you guys, and I'm trying to hear word on it. And, you know, the fact that I haven't heard anything yet, because usually when the injury, you know, if it's nothing to worry about, the reports come out quickly, uh, rather than when the injury is something scary, the reports take a little longer to announce. But as of right now, I'm still being positive and hopeful. Best case scenario, I think he definitely is going to land on the DL. I think we just have to come to terms with that. But as long as it's not the 60-day DL, I would absolutely hate for that to happen. Especially because Brandon Bell was heating up offensively again after just coming back from another DL stint. So cross our fingers that it's nothing too severe. But I can definitely say that we can expect him out at least a couple weeks. At least the 10-day DL. But, as I've talked about all year, the reason why this team is built to go the distance and possibly make the playoffs is because of the depth. You know, Lamont Wade Jr. got sent down because Alex Dickerson was healthy. And I told you guys, you know, don't be too sad because we are the oldest team in baseball, which means we are the most susceptible to injuries. Lo and behold, Brandon Bell goes down, which means there is another opportunity for Lamont Wade Jr. to come back up and keep balling out like he was before he got sent down initially to AAA. A. And the reports at AAA say that he already hit a home run during his time down there. Now, absolutely, I am deeply saddened by the fact that Brandon Belt has gone down. But, you know, I'm also kind of happy to think about the depth of this team. As I just mentioned, I suspect Lamont White Jr. to be the next man up, which is great, because over his past 8 games played at the big league level, Wade has produced a 310 batting average and has only struck out twice over his past 32 plate appearances. And additionally, some other good news: the Giants also expect Tommy La to return from injury within the next eight to ten days. Who is another left-handed bat with first base experience. So, I mean, I think you all know this already, but you know, it's just crazy to to reflect on it all, especially since last year, depth was the number one thing the Giants were missing, in my opinion. So, overall, the series against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, I'm going to give it an A minus. It was truly fun, entertaining, and everything we wanted as Giants fans, but also, the minus is for the Brandon Belt injury. I'll try my best to keep you guys updated, but as of right now, as I record this episode, I have not heard anything official. And by official, I mean I just don't know what this specific injury is, and I don't know the time frame of how long he's going to be missing games. So with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to the Oakland A's series that starts tonight. It's going to feature, game one is going to feature a matchup between Johnny Cueto versus Sean Manaya. And unfortunately, whenever it comes to a Johnny Cueto starts nowadays, it usually means that the offense needs to be a little better than they usually are just because Johnny Cueto is prone to giving up at least three or four runs per outing. I love the way Johnny Cueto started this season, but since then he sustained an injury and hasn't been the same since coming back. And as we all know from last year, the Oakland A's are not an easy team. This is going to be a bit of a revenge series in my eyes, because if you all remember last year, the start of the Oakland A's series last year was also the start of the infamous ninth inning meltdowns and featured a couple losses where the Giants, in my opinion, should have won. So I'm absolutely treating this as a revenge game, especially since this series takes place in Oracle Park again, just like the infamous meltdowns did last year. If the Giants could take away two games out of the three-game series, I would be happy about that. But this first game, I'm a bit skeptical because of the pitching matchup. Sean Mania isn't the best pitcher in the American League, but he's definitely respectable. Currently, right now, he's rocking a six-and-three record with a three-point-zero-one ERA with 89 strikeouts in 86.2 innings pitched. He's a big lefty, so suspect a lot of right-handed bats in the Giants lineup. Probably Wilmer Flores and Darren Ruff will be featured heavily in this lineup, along with Mauricio Dubon, Donovan Solano, of course, and Austin Slater. And the last thing I'll say about this series is that Game 2 will feature a matchup between Frankie Montas and Alex Wood. I'm going to be particularly keeping my eye on Alex Wood, because over his past three starts, they haven't been great. Alex Wood started off the year phenomenally. In my opinion, I thought he was going to be an all-star. But over his past three starts, it's been a bit rocky. In the month of June, he's produced an ERA of 8.50 in 18 innings pitched. And actually, you know what? After looking at his numbers, I will say this. He's had four starts in the month of June. Three of them were rough. All right, against the Los Angeles Angels, Way back when, he only pitched 3.2 innings and gave up 7 earned runs. Then he went on to give up 4 earned runs against the Texas Rangers. He did have a good start against Arizona, but who hasn't? So it's good to see that he was striking out people still. And then his last start against the Philadelphia Phillies, as we all know, was not the best. He went 3 innings and gave up 4 earned runs. I'm definitely looking for Alex Wood to get back on track here. And that's something that's going to be pivotal if the Giants want to make a strong push for the playoffs this year. All the starting pitching needs to stay locked in because that has been the biggest advantage for them this year is their starting pitching. Another name I'm going to be watching and another name I think you should be watching too is Sammy Long. He's going to be starting Game 3 Sunday. It's going to be a day game. As I mentioned last week, he is the pitcher that you want to see. It's entertaining. The curveball is electric. I compared it to Kershaw's curveball. Remember the tongue twister. The effectiveness is pretty astonishing. All right, everyone. Other than that, I have nothing left for you this week. I believe the Giants are 22 games above 500, which is absolutely unheard of. And in my opinion, there are no signs of slowing down. Yes, couple injuries here and there. But as I've talked about all year, they have the depth to withstand those injuries. Folks, thank you again so much for the support of this podcast. It has truly been overwhelming. The last thing I'll say is keep staying safe out there. Keep being smart. But most importantly, go Giants.